Hello. Hello. Hey, what's going on, man? Is this uh, Amir? Yes, it is. How you doing? How you doing? Hey, I'm doing good, bro. How you doing, man? I can't complain, man. That's what's up, man. Um, like I said, I'm glad to have you on the podcast, man. I really appreciate you, uh, you know, um, being part of the podcast. Um, just to give you a little bit information about myself um my name is david carmichael ii and um i own my own streetwear brand it's called capture the world and uh, we're based out of hampton virginia and um basically the brand is about um you know it it represents the the new generation of creatives around the world so you definitely fit in with that with that target audience and basically you know capture the world means you know whatever you want to do in life man um you know we all have a gift that we can capture the world with, you know, it might be something small, something big, but we all have a gift in life. And, you know, it's just kind of inspire people to just, you know, follow these dreams and just, you know, pursue their purpose in life and um, just try to make the world a better place. So, and I want to start a podcast. Um, It's basically just a podcast geared towards like, you know, entrepreneurship and people that have their own businesses and following their own careers and just try to, you know, provide insight to everybody's different crafts and just give, um, backgrounds and advice and you know if somebody want to pursue that same career you know how can somebody do that same career and just you know to talk about you know business and what you do in life so um like i said i'm glad to have you part of the podcast um how's your day been so far bro i'm with it bro everything you said man i'm with all of that man so that's good what you're doing you doing what you're doing man and we can make something happen if i can add value to you you know i'm here man and uh that's good to hear what you're doing man so big ups to you Capturing the world. I want a bigger house. I want a faster car. I want a master card. I want to charge it hard. I want a boss so hard. I want a boss so big. Oh man, I just gotta go and get a mansion. I just close S growing Hamptons. I just did my fucking taxes and I'm doing dances. I don't wanna work no nine to five. I just wanna fly to Dubai. Land then find my tour guide. Green bands all about them pies. I just know I'm illumination. Six degrees of separation. I don't need no reparation. Been rich before education. Fuck crow with that segregation. Mix that black with the white. Mix codeine with the sprite. Get fucked up off your pride. I ain't gotta Choose a side between the six or nine. I gotta roll these dice like I'm in a hood ducking from the vice. Young bang, shoot you in the eye. Hey, what's going on, y'all? This is David Carmichael II, and this is the Caption the World podcast. And I have another guest, man. Um, he's from LA, Los Angeles, man. Um, he has a new nine track EP called I Got Something to Say. And um, introducing Amir Shahid. Did I pronounce that right, bro? Yes, you did, man. Right on the money. Bet, bet, man. So, um, oh, no doubt, man. Thank you. Um, so, so yeah, man. Um, um, just talked about you. you. Got a new EP that just came out called "I Got Something to Say," man. And um, and are you from you from LA? Right now, I know I introduced you as being from LA, but are you from LA, California? Yeah. 
LA, man. South Central. That's oh. where I was born. And uh, grew up there a bit and raised more up north. Right. Yeah, man. You can just say I'm an LA Cali guy. Okay, bet, man, bet. So, um, so how, you know, how would you describe, um, growing up in, in South Central, man? How, how was that growing up, man? Like, what was you getting involved well, in and how, how was it? It was half and half, you know. I, I went to elementary out there, uh, and was more so raised up north. And so I would always visit during the summer time. So, you know, I, I have a taste of the South Central lifestyle, but I also have a taste of the up north California lifestyle, too. Um, you know, going back to visit was, was, was definitely just, you know, you gotta be careful of the areas you're in and, you know, be, be mindful of the areas you're in. And, you know, I think if you're a youngster that's, you know, just doing your school thing or doing your sports thing, you know, then a lot of the negative parts of the environment doesn't even really touch you. So, uh, right. you know, I was fortunate enough to not really deal with that type of stuff, you know, don't get me wrong, I was in a few scenarios as a youngster, you know, in terms of people, you know, repping themselves, repping where they was from, to, you know, trying to figure out where I was from, but that wasn't too much my uh, feng shui, man. No doubt, man. And, um, yeah, you know, being, you know, me being from Virginia, you know, the only glimpse of knowing about that, you know, that L.A. life lifestyle is just, you know, watching movies like Boys in the Hood, Menace of Society, and just different, you know, different shows and movies, man. You know, it kind of seem they make it seem like it's just a war zone out there. You know what I'm saying? But you know, I feel like no matter where you're from, you can always it's always good out of anywhere you come from, man. So, you know, it's you know, I'm not, and it's kind of good. It's good that she was able to still, you know, um, grow up in a positive light and kind of, um, you know, not fall into that peer pressure of trying to. You know, you know the game banging and all that stuff that that we've all been told that how that culture is out there, man. So, um, but yeah, man, I can I can just see how it can be a hard place to grow up at times and trying to you know grow you know grow up in the right path and not fall into that trap of you know um, game banging and living a life of crime. So, but yeah, well, bro. Well, well, you know, well, you know, sometimes people have no choice, man. Sometimes people have no family and they want to feel family. Right, yeah. People look for that camaraderie. And that's the initial reasons why people usually join these gangs, you know, and they don't know what they get themselves into, you know. And, uh, you know, everybody also has their own agenda. Everyone has their own purpose, their own reasons of why they join. Right. You know? But I think it's always about people are looking for family, looking for brotherhood, and, you know, people, you know, sign up for those things. What that, man? People, people, people just want unity. People just want someone to have their back, you know. <laughs> Yeah, and I feel you, man. I mean, like, I mean, me just watching documentaries and stuff like that about, you know, gang culture. Um, you know, it, they always say it started off like that. I mean, it still it still can be like that sometimes. You know, we we can see it get it can get out of hand. But originally, that's how it started. You just you know, just being a brotherhood, just being a family, and unfortunately, you know, sometimes it can get into a a violent nature. But overall, that that was the main cause of it. You know what I'm saying? Just want to be part of a, a family, somebody that can that can look out for them, you know, look out for each other. So, um, yeah, I can definitely, I definitely agree with you on that, man. Um, but yeah, so, um, I read that you, you know, you was, um, you got into art and photography. Um, what kind of art did you, was you get getting into? Uh, well, if it's speaking of art, man, I just, I look at music as art, man. 
I look at producing and music content and uh, visual content as art. It's all art to me because it's a way to express myself. So uh, that's the definition of art to me. So uh, photography was just more so shooting myself, man, getting getting my own shots done, you know. Um, and, and and the way I saw myself is the way I shot myself, man. And so, got you, got you, bro. So like. What made you start recording music, and how early was you doing that? Well, you know, I was playing piano at a young age, and um, I never really saw vocal expression as the outlet I would be choosing musically. Right. However, as I started to kind of dibble and dabble with writing as a teenager, I found it kind of like easy. It was like a flow for me. Mm -hmm. And I found it as a great tool to kind of express myself as I went through some things in life, some things that I experienced. Yeah. Sometimes I wasn't able to talk to, you know, the people in my environment about the things I was going through because sometimes it couldn't relate. And so when I started to write, I found it being like a, a mental stimulation for me right. and, and, and almost like a, a, a mental exercise. And, and that's why, why I kind of, got into music a little bit more in terms of the writing form. I was always on the production form, you know, piano playing, uh, possibly making a beat or helping somebody make a beat or giving, uh, producing direction, you know, helping people in that way. But I got more into the, to the lyrical side of things as a teen and it just never stopped, man. And, and, and now I'm here. No doubt, bro. Um, and yeah, like I, I like I seen, you know, I read that you know you released a single called "Bigger House," and I was that. What year was that? Was that twenty eighteen or twenty nineteen? Uh, was that twenty eighteen? I think that was twenty eighteen. it could have been the end of twenty seventeen, but I think twenty eighteen I released that single. Yeah. Okay, bet, bet, man, and um, and I when I listened to that song, man. This is just my opinion. It, it, you kind of remind me of Schoolboy Q. Like, was at that one part of the song, you kind of, like, turned up on the on the lyrics, and it kind of reminded me of Schoolboy Q for some reason. I don't know. That's just me. I don't know if anybody ever told you that. <laughs> but that was a, um, that's a real dope song, man. That was, it was, so would you say that was, like, your, um, I don't want to say, like your, like, your breakout hit, or was that something, like, your most popular song at the time when you released that? Yeah, at the time, for sure. Uh, people was feeling that one at the time. And, uh, yeah. No doubt, man. So, um. Oh, yeah. And big ups, big ups to uh, Schoolboy, too. You know, much respect for his lane and, and much respect for his artistic expression. So, big up to him. Yeah, no doubt, man. Shout out to the whole TDE gang. You know, like Kendrick, Kendrick Lamar is one of my favorite rappers, man. Um, you know, once I started getting, getting into him, I started listening to everybody else in the TDE camp. Such as Schoolboy Q, J Rock, Ab Soul, you know, everybody, man. Isaiah Rashad. Like they're they're all talented out there, man. So but yeah, no doubt, man. So um so how would you describe your style? Like your music music style? Like what would be like a way you would describe your the way you rap and, and produce and all that? Versatile, eclectic. That's the best way I can sum it down to, man. That's nothing that I won't touch. It's nothing that I can't do. I just love music. It's not 
specific to any genre. Right. You know, if I need to produce or help write for a country artist, I'm there. I'm able. You know? Music is all connected, bro. It is. At the end of the day, you know, um, you know, some of us might say a certain types of music certain types of music we don't like or we can't we can't listen to but at the end of the day it is all connected you know um it's just somebody might be displaying their messages in a different way but like you said it is all connected and um so speaking on that like what were um what were some artists that you looked up to growing up you know that inspired you or that somebody that you love to listen to for sure the jazz guys man oh we said i can't i can't Sade, Sade and Marvin Gaye and B.B. King and I have to shout out to these folks because these are people that I grew up listening to. No doubt, man. Shaka Khan. Oh, man, Shaka Khan, she's definitely a legend. Sade's a legend, all of them, <laughs> man. No doubt, yeah. bro. And, like, that's that, that's that, I can't even describe, like, 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 Sade's music is just, like, so relaxing when every time I listen to her songs. And um, you can you can you can see the the hip hop influence or the jazz influence in hip hop songs, you know, especially like that that nineties rap, you know, they have a lot of jazz samples, you know, what I'm saying a lot of old school samples in their music, and um, and I like listening to artists that have like a little jazz a jazz flow, a jazz influence in their music, man. So yeah, most definitely, man, they all are legends all day long, man. Um, oh yeah, no doubt. Yes, sir, bro. So, um, so I also read, man, you had a, a real big change in your life, man. Um, you know, when your father had, had passed away, um, and, you know, I also read that your father was a executive producer of a, a show called the big break, man. Um, so if you, if you don't mind me asking, man, like what, what year did he pass and, you know, how did he pass and how did that really affect you? You know what I'm saying? Uh, by you trying to do your thing and that, you know, that kind of suddenly happened, you know? Yeah, he passed in 2018, man. Uh, August of 2018, August 6th. And uh, it was unexpected, you know? We went in for uh, a routine checkup and they discovered, a, I guess, a, a little excess fluid on his chest, which uh, kind of turned into a little blockage on his heart and uh, decided they wanted to do an emergency surgery and had the surgery man and just didn't get up from the surgery. And, uh, you know, I talked to him that morning, you know, and he told me he was going in for that routine checkup and when he had got to the hospital that they had discovered these uh, issues and that they were going to try to, you know, improve these issues, you know, take the, take the, the blockage off his heart or whatever. And so talked to him then he said, all right, talk to you, you know, later. And then, uh, I got that call, man. I got that call from, uh, the doctor and, uh, it was a surreal thing. Dang, man. Um, sorry to hear that, bro. I mean, I know it's been, you know, two years, but you know, just losing a parent is always hard, you know, um, you know, I'm just grateful that I still have my parents, but, you know, I always try to, you know, not take that for granted. Cause like you, you know, you never know when, when anybody can leave this earth, man. So sometimes we can kind of, um, you know, take that for granted or assume that 
the people that that are in our life will always be in, in our life, you know, every day. And it's kind of like of a routine thing. Like you might be used to talking to brother, sister, parent, friend, or whatever every day. And it's like, you know, you kind of forget that we all going to go one day. So that's always try to cherish the times you have with your loved ones, man. And, um, but yeah, bro, like I can't even, I can't even imagine how I would feel if I was losing one of my parents, bro. So, um, I know that, um, that kind of stopped you from doing music during that time. And, um, you know, you were like battling, battling depression. Um, so like, what, how did you kind of get over that? I mean, I'm not, you can't never really get over the loss of a loved one, but how did you really, how did you build yourself back up and try to get back into music during that, that period of time? Yeah, you're right. You're right about that. You never get over it because it's your parent. And I'm sure a parent never gets over like a, losing a child, you know, and oh, uh, it, it's, it's a surreal thing because your parent is who brought you into the world. You see, you know what I mean? Exactly. Uh, you know, so it's, it's definitely surreal. And, you know, it definitely just reminds you that life is precious. And so it's like, you know, live it. And, um, but the ways I went about it, man, is just doing me and mm. just living life and just keeping, you know what I'm saying? And just not having pity for your situation because there's so many people in the world that go through similar things. Right. And so, um, being productive, you know, not just being depressed and being isolated, but being productive. And, uh, I think being productive helped me a lot, man. And, and just having my, my music, you know, having an outlet to express myself, you know, having, having support, you know, just, just having those things definitely helped me kind of get out of it and just, just focus on the good I do have, you know, there's still a lot of people here, you know, that's so true. I'm sure the people that's gone wouldn't want us thinking about, you know, wouldn't want us to forget about the people that's here because we wouldn't be, we wouldn't get the lesson that life is precious. You know, if life is precious, then we got to focus on life. That's true. We can't true. always focus on just death. We, we alive, so we got to focus on life. Right. Focus on what, what, what we can do while we're here. You know, sometimes people always want to focus on the, the, oppo- the opposite of life, but hey, I, I, my, in my perspective, it's, it's, it's good to, to, to focus on life because we have life and we have life to live and we live it for a reason. So let's, so let's live. Yeah, bro, I can definitely agree with you on that. Like, I mean, you know, death is a thing that's going to happen to all of us, bro. And it's like, you know, we just got to, like you said, live life, man, and just fulfill our purpose. And, and you know, we all are living for a reason. And sometimes it can be easy to kind of fall into that, sl- that slump of like, you know, some people might think, man, you know, what I have to live for. And it's like you know, what's the point of me even living and like, what's the purpose? But, and like I said, I can't, I can't really describe everybody's struggles. Everybody has different struggles. So I can't just tell somebody to just get over whatever they're going through and just live. But at the end of the day, man, you just got to fight, man. Just try to like fight whatever you're going through and just try to live your best life, man. And, um, and yeah, like this, you know, the death of a loved one is just, you know, that's a hard, that's one of the battles, you know, people go through and, um, you know, I have people that I know that, you know, either lost, that lost a loved one, they, they still talk about it and it's, but it's still, they're still living. And, um, even though you might think about it every day, man, it's just, 
you just got to keep pushing, man, and just, you know, like you said, those people that are no longer here but want you to still be happy and focus on life and focus on the people that are still here and, you know, make the best out of the life that you do have, you know, make the best out of every day that you have breathing, you know what I'm saying? So um, definitely agree with you on that. So, um, so you came back to music in 2019 and, um, you released the EP called, I got something to say. Um, how would you describe the sound of that, of that EP? And, um, what is it mainly, if you can describe like a couple of words of what it's about, um, what would you say? Uh, I mean, what it's about is just a young man having something to say and having things that you know, he's went through things that he's experienced and uh, having something to say is just the, is just by default what the, what the whole EP embodies. Right. You know, and if you get into to each song, each track, I'm pretty sure you would, you could understand that I'm saying something in each track, but I'm not just talking but i'm speaking from experience mm-hmm. and i'm speaking from i'm speaking about my trial and error but i'm saucing about it i'm not doing it in such a cliche way but i'm narrating it in a way that you know is relatable in a way that is fun should i say no doubt no doubt um so so you you released that EP and um, my question is, you know, what is the process of, you know, creating an album slash EP? Like, you know, when you creating a whole bunch of songs, recording a whole bunch of songs, um, how do you decide like which songs to be on the EP album and, and which ones should be left out? Like, how did you make that decision? You know what I'm saying? Like, was that a hardest, like how many songs did you record? That wasn't that hard because you, I'm just saying, if you, I'm just saying it's a vibe, bro, and it's a flow. And, um, you know, when you get into a certain flow in a certain zone, um, you make a certain type of music and, and, and uh, basically you're telling this, you're, you're talking about the same thing using different words right. and using different deliveries and saying it differently, hoping for the listener to understand and so, um, it's not really a hard decision deciding, you know, of course you ask your team, you ask people, Hey, you know, what do you think I should, you know, do you think I should put this in the EP? Do you think I should put that in the EP? But, you know, it kind of comes natural when mm. you create it. it, comes natural. Okay. Okay. So, um, I know you say you produce too, like, did you have any other producers that, that helps you produce your songs or how many producers did you have working on it? So I had guys that made the beat because, you know, in this, in this day and age, sometimes we say the beat maker is a producer. Right. However, I'm very, I'm very open-minded with that statement being, you know, you, you, you have guys that go in the studio to help an artist deliver a song, to help an artist, with ad-libs and help artists with lyrics. And, you know, traditionally, I would consider them, right? And then, and then you know, you can consider someone that makes beats a producer. Well, it's just more so um, a 
production versus producing. So yes, I have some beat makers, but honestly, uh, just when it came down to the writing, when it came down to just the narration, man, it's just, it's just, it's just a vibe, man, and just also expression, bro, and just experiences. Bet, bet, man. So, um, so I had another question. I know I mentioned you released your song, um, Bigger House. That was a big hit back in 2018. But did you release that under a different name? Was that with your stage name, um, Bravo? Was that your stage name? Yeah, yeah. So, so my question, why did you, um, you know, change your stage name from that? So I'm assuming, you know, your, your real name is um, uh, Amir. Why did you change your stage name? And when did that happen? You know, just just uh, copycats. Yeah, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't. You know, I don't. It's it's, it's, it's capitalism. It's capitalism. It is what it is, right? But yeah. when it comes to art, to me, it's like, how can you capitalize off of another person's expression that might not even be your self-expression? Mm-hmm. Whether it be a, your artistry name or whether it be a track. And, when, you know, when I look around and see that, you know, and I'm curious to ask some folks, like, what did, how did you come up with the name? Because I didn't just come up with the name like, oh, yeah, bravo. You know, you, you know, I came up with the name because it's a, it's a unit in the military called 11 Bravo Infantry. Mm-hmm. And some time ago, me and my boys with my old homies that I would hang around with as a youngster, all wanted to join the military together. And uh, as I got older, people knew about my past having affiliations with the military. So they said, you know, this is something he was a part of. This is something maybe you should call yourself. Bravo. Because of the unit. And, uh, uh, but because of the copying and because of the, you know, the, the, the people wanting to, 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 to imitate, I kind of say, you know what, I'll just be myself. Okay. So, um, so another thing, like when you have a stage name, like, do you, are you supposed to, um, I guess copyright or trademark that, or how can you, how can someone keep a stage name to be an artist? Like, you know, I guess legally, how, what is the right way to do that? You know, it's interesting because I actually have Bravo trademarked musically. Okay. You know, so essentially, so essentially, you can go about it in that route. You know, you have like the Bravo television show, and I'm sure they have a trademark where you can't use Bravo in TV. Yeah. Or you can't name your network Bravo. You know, so I actually do have a music trademark, and that's the best way to go about it. And I did that to go on my name. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Um. So, another question. So, who would you like to work with you know going forward like any artists you would love to work with you know in the future like who can you see yourself working with man i can work with anybody honestly that's a tough question i've been asked this question before but uh to be honest with you man i mean it's all type of artists i like you know you hear one artist you say man i can see myself doing something wonderful with this person then you hear another artist and you say the same thing so i mean that's always going to just be a tough question. And honestly, I should always just leave that question up with just timing because you, you, you never know. But, man, I could I could do a record with Charlie Wilson, man. <laughs> <laughs> or I could do a record with 
with with with Lizzo, or uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, I can, you know, I've said this a few times. I think Tierra Whack is, is is a phenomenal artist. Oh yeah, she's a beast, be man. You. you know, um, so uh, I just like to work with people that are open minded, that are true creators, and 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 that truly are passionate about their art. Honestly. Okay. Okay. So, um, I know you mentioned jazz is a, you know, as an influence, you know, for you musically. Um, but do you have any, you know, favorite artists right now that, you know, you enjoy listening to, or does somebody that you just follow, you just admire their work? Like, do you have any people like that that you kind of, you know, follow or listen to right now? Uh, some of the people I named. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they all sound yeah. man. Lizzo definitely doing her thing. You know, just won a Grammy. Um, shoot, the sky's the limit for her, man. And, you know, the thing about her story, you know, she's been around for a minute. It's grinding. And, um, you know, that, that hit song that she has, that song actually been, she been recorded that song a long time ago. And it, it's just, you know, just now became a wide, widely known song. So, you know, and that's another thing, man. Um, You know, the grind never stops, you know, like, you might be working hard and grinding for a long time and, you know, the vast majority of people might not see, the, you know, your talent, but that don't mean that your break isn't coming. You know, you just got to keep working at it, keep grinding, keep going, man. And, and eventually, you know, um, you know, you can become great. So, um, so yeah, bro. Like, but yeah, all of them are amazing artists, most definitely. Um, so do you have a tour coming this year or in the future? Oh yeah, for sure. You got to stay tuned for that. That's a that's a that's a management situation. So they're working out the details now. So you got to stay tuned for that. Which you can always go to amirshahid.com, or you can go to my Instagram at unlimited prosperity, and uh, you know tap in. Okay, no doubt, man. Um, hopefully you know you you got some uh some dates on the East Coast. I can come check you out, man. One of these days. Um, yeah. Yeah. Sure. No doubt, man. Um, so, like, what else do you have in store for 2020? Anything else? Um, you, did, you just dropped the album. You said you got this tour coming up. Um, you got any other things, coming? you know, that's going on this year? Uh, the next step is just the music visuals, you know, getting the music visuals. Uh, so we're currently working on that. And, um, you know, stay tuned for that. No doubt, no doubt. Um, and another thing, man, um, I just recently heard – you know, a story about, um, you know, Megan Thee Stallion, man, she's having, you know, issues with her contract. And, um, you know, throughout history, man, is you know, we've seen a lot of stories of of artists um, receiving bad contracts and wanting to get out their contract or to sign with another label. Um, you know, getting into the music industry, man, um, how do you, you know, how did you, do you avoid that being a new artist? Like, you know, what advice would you give someone getting into the music game and, you know, making sure you don't sign a bad contract. How can you kind of set yourself up to not fall into that? Just have a lawyer you can trust to look over your contract. Simple as that. Right, right. Because like everybody says, don't try, to um, do everything. don't try to do everything yourself. Right. You know, us folks, we like to, you know, do everything individually sometimes. <laughs> That's you true. Do like that. You got to delegate. Yeah, no doubt, man. But like everybody says, you know, like, you know, when we hear these same stories, people say, 
you sh- they should just got a lawyer. But it's like, how do you even know if that lawyer is trustworthy? You know, because even a lawyer might try to get you. So it's like, it's to me, it's like, how can you even like know if that person has your back? You know, is there, is there like any way of knowing or you just got to just do your research and just go with your gut? Uh, no, you can do your research. You know, they have all types of platforms that, you know, uh, have lawyers records, you know, has, has, has information, you know, gotta, and referrals are always good too, you know, right. being able to, to, to find someone that's also worked with them in the past, you know, versus somebody that's never worked with them, you know, so you just gotta do your research, man. And it's also a little gut too. You gotta go with your gut. You also gotta do research. A little bit of both. Yeah, no doubt, man. Like, I mean, that's for anything, man. You just <laughs> anything that you do, man. You just gotta do the research behind it. You can't always, you know, go on the fly all the time, man. Especially when it comes to your career, you gotta really try to set yourself up nicely. And I can't say that that was, you know, Meg the style. I can't say that's her situation. I don't know. Really, I don't know how she got in that situation, but you know, it seems like that's a that's a that's a story we hear a lot with artists, especially new artists. And, you know, it's always unfortunate that we hear these same stories, you know, but, you know, hopefully she, um, you know, get her stuff straight and, um, you know, she'd be in a better situation. Um, but, you know, she's real talented. Yeah, so sure. definitely want to see her, um, you know, be in the right spot. Um, but yeah, um, to, to still speak on that, I guess that's having advice in, in the music industry. Um, what would you, what piece of advice would you give somebody, that's starting to get into the industry and wanting to, you know, sign to a label and just record. Um, what advice would you give to them? Uh, know the reason why you're doing it. Facts. And, uh, you know, uh, try not to follow a trend. Yeah, no doubt, man. That's especially the first thing you said, know why you're doing it. Cause I know, I know for a fact, man, it's been some artists out here, you know, that, throughout time that maybe this was doing it because they wanted to get rich. But sometimes when you go into it for that reason, you're not going to really put your all into it. You're just going to, you know, you can do whatever it takes to get rich. So you're going to just not be authentic. You're probably not going to be yourself. Um, you might sign a bad contract. Um, you just not, you know, you might not be thinking straight. So yeah, always knowing why you're getting to anything is a good thing to think about. And um, yeah, man, like that's that's two great things that somebody can definitely take with them. Um, so this is a question that I ask all of my guests, man. You know, the, you know, the podcast is called Capturing the World, and my clothing brand is called Capture the World. So my question to you is, how do you plan to capture the world? <laughs> with your love, man. Spreading love. No doubt. No doubt. Yes, sir, bro. We all got to spread the love, man. We always got to put that positive energy out there. And, um, yeah, make the world a better place, man. You know, this world is a great place to live, but, you know, it's also a lot of um, crazy and chaotic things that happens in this world. So it's up to the majority of us to try to spread as much love as possible, man, because, you know, life does have its ups and downs. And, you know, we all need each other, bro. So, yeah, spreading love is... <laughs> Definitely, definitely much needed with all of us, bro. Um Not a doubt. Yes, sir, bro. And um, yeah, man, that's that's pretty much all I had, man. Um, 
Like I said, thank you for being part of the podcast. Um, where can uh, our listeners uh, find you on social media and um and your and stay your website one more time? Yeah, you can find me at Unlimited Prosperity, and you can find me online at Amir Shahid. That's A M I R Shahid. S H A H E E D. dot com. Bet, bet, bro. And then your uh your new album, I got something to say. That uh, that's on Apple. Apple um, Music as well, or just Spotify? It's everywhere. As a 2-20-2020, it's everywhere. So go check me out. No doubt, <laughs> man. No doubt. Um, Yeah, y'all listen to his album. I got something to say. His uh, his new EP on Spotify, Apple, wherever you can stream music at, bro. Um, Make sure y'all listen to it. And shout out to all of our Spotify listeners, all of our Apple Podcast listeners, all of our YouTube listeners, man. Um, this is episode 29. Thank y'all for just, you know, rocking with us. And Amir, um, I thank you for being a part of this podcast, man. Like I said, keep doing your thing, man. And um, hopefully when you go on tour, you know, you can you got some East Coast dates. You know, I'm, I'm from Virginia, so if you stop in D.C. or Charlotte, that might be the closest that, you know, because these tours, man, every time when somebody go on tour, they don't – People really don't like to stop through Virginia, man. Like, sometimes people stop through Norfolk or Virginia Beach or Hampton. You know what I'm saying? So, but, yeah, if you ever out D.C., I'll come out there and come check you out, bro. No, Most definitely, man. Bad. Yes, sir, bro. And, um, yeah, this is episode 29 of the, the Caption World Podcast, man. You'll have a good night. Peace. No doubt, man. Blowing me kisses, no 30 degrees, way too cold, so hold me tight Will I see you at the show tonight? Will I see you at the show tonight? Hey. Truck to the plane, to the truck, truck to the hotel lobby. Me, I go through underground garages, presidential suite on deposit, elevator up to the room, shower up and then we hit the club. Touchdown, gotta see what's up. Area code in my phone, what numbers do I still have? Who do I know from the past? Hit one, she say she got a man. Hit another one, it goes green. Must have changed foes on the team. Remember when you let me in between? That was 2017, all good. Each other look around, find one to see my type. Damn, my dog, and he know what I like. He done found me plenty in my life. Problem is, I meet a girl tonight. Then I go and treat her too nice. Galleria credit card swipes. I don't even know if she a wife. But I do know one thing, though. Women, they come, they go. Saturday through Sunday, Monday. Monday through Sunday, yo. Maybe I'll love you one day. Maybe we'll someday grow. Till then, I sit my drunk ass on that runway on this one way. 2.30, baby, won't you meet me by the beam? Too early, maybe later you could show me things. You know what it is whenever I visit. Windy City, she blowing me kisses. No, 30 degrees, way too cold, so hold me tight. Will I see you at the show tonight? Will I see you at the show tonight? Jury in the 
safe on arrival Pistol on J for survival A lot of people gunning for the title A lot of people trying to take us viral I'm just trying to have a nice night The waiter brought a check for the meal She said, babe, I think there was a typo Nah, girl, I got it, that's light though I can show you bigger things than that It's gonna be a minute till I'm back Let me get your images that last Amex had a limit in the past I had plenty women in the past I done plenty sinning in the past Y'all don't need to know, but you can ask Sticking on your backstage pass All access cause you bad You could go wherever with that ass Show to the shower, to the truck Truck to the club for the party You go in first with your girls Cause I don't know who's out there watching But I do know one thing though Women, they come, they go Saturday through Sunday, Monday, Monday, Sunday, yo Maybe I'll love you one day Maybe we'll someday grow Till then I sit my drunk ass on that runway On this one way 30, baby, won't you meet me by the beam? Too early, maybe later you could show me things You know what it is whenever I visit Windy City, she blowing me kisses, no 30 degrees, way too cold, so hold me tight Will I see you at the show tonight? Will I see you at the show tonight?